0: Hello, hello, hello. It's Robin. I just hit the mic. Did that make an annoying noise? It's Robin O'Neill here, and this is me reading stuff. How's everyone doing tonight? It's late here, where I am. Where am I, you might ask? Well, I'm at, oh, I was about to give you my intersection. What the hell was that all about? I am in a shitty area of Beverly Hills, California. If you don't live here, you may be like, huh, didn't think of, didn't think there were shitty areas of Cali, of Beverly Hills, California, but there are. Trust me, I know I'm well. Uh, and that's where I exist. Did I say this is me reading stuff? It is, and I'm glad you guys are back. I'm glad to be back. It's been an intense week. I'm sorry, I'm just now getting to record the podcast. I'm kind of about to give up on the Thursday thing and just say it's going to be once a week. It's gonna be when I get to it. I I have I will tell you I wish I did it like I used to. I, w- I actually wish I did two a week. So if I could get into the swing of things here uh, um, in my studio, I might just do that. But I say that, and then I know the reality of I can barely get through a day um, doing anything I'm supposed to do anymore. So uh, this week I almost witnessed a beheading, and I'm not making this up. I was going to get my hair cut at... Dasi B Studio. What's up, Dasi B? I'll put a link in case anyone in Los Angeles needs a great, great, excellent, wonderful stylist. Her name's Dossie B and she's in Santa Monica. So I was over there and I was about to get, I noticed a lot of cop cars rushing to a similar area to where I was headed, but I didn't think anything of it really. I knew something was up, but who knows? So I, I got, near the garage that I've parked in every time I've ever gotten my hair cut there. And right before I got into the entrance, the cops came and barricaded the entrance to the parking garage. And there was also a farmer's market going on. So I thought, well, maybe this is just because of the farmer's market. And then I had to turn around on a one-way street. They made me do that and found a different parking garage, whatever. Then I noticed as I was walking from the other parking garage towards the one that's barricaded, which is next to the hair studio, that there was police tape on the corner, but that police tape was gonna get me, uh, it wasn't gonna allow me to get to my hair studio. I promise you this is getting to a point about a beheading, so just stick with me here. So, but you know, in the city, people don't have time for that, so everybody's just going right through the police tape. (laughs) Like it's no big deal, including me. Like, uh, hello, uh, my hair needs a trim. So I go through the police tape, go into the hair salon. We all have a great time. Uh, Dossie, Erica, and me. Erica is the uh, Dossie's assistant and also an amazing stylist herself. I, I'll put a link to her too. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at herica styles. That's herica underscore styles. And I've got a story. Oh my God, she told me the funniest story. Anyway, I'm going to tell you that too. So then about a half hour into the hair appointment, the girl from the front comes in and says, you guys, they just found a head in the parking lot. She, okay, so wait, wait, at first we thought somebody jumped off the building. Okay, yeah, no, that was the story. The first thing was she goes, oh my God, someone just committed suicide in the parking lot. And that's all we knew in the parking garage. And so then about another half hour passes. We're all mortified. And then I realize, oh my God, I just missed the suicide by like four or five minutes, I bet. And if I had driven in, I may have seen it, which that wouldn't be the first time I witnessed something like that. So I'm really glad I didn't have to go through that trauma again, because something like that is the reason I moved out of the city of Chicago. So anyway, um, then that woman from the front comes back in and says, oh my God, it wasn't a suicide. There was a body found in one part of the garage and a head found in the other part. They're looking into it. The, the garage is going to be closed all day. So we, st- I still don't know. I've been looking into it. There was either a beheading due to the suicide attempt, possibly the person jumped from the roof of the parking structure and got beheaded on the way down on something, but I don't know how that would happen. Or someone just dumped, what? what is most likely is somebody dumped uh, body parts in the garage. How crazy is that? But to lighten the spirits, um, Erica told the funniest story. I was telling a story that I was, as a kid, before I knew what, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, before I knew what tampons were, like a really young girl, I found a tam. I loved going through anyone's purse. So, you know, when they would let me, I didn't just go through them. So my mom's like, sure, whatever. Cause I was looking for pens and, pe- and pencils normally, but she let me look through a purse and I saw a tampon in something that looked like a toothbrush travel holder. And I was like, what the hell is this? I mean, I was at this point, I'm like seven. And somehow, even though I didn't know what a tampon was, I knew that, Things shaped like that go inside women's bodies, but all I knew was that was a sexual thing. So I was so upset that my mom, I mean, I didn't know what a sex toy was, but somehow I knew things shaped like that go inside of women's bodies, which is very upsetting. At this point, I don't know what the hell to tell you, but I was like secretly really mad at my mom and pretended like I didn't see this. Oh my God, it was so disturbing to me. But it was just a tampon, Go to yeah, I came to figure out years later. Um, I've always been disturbed by tampons. Whether I thought they were sex toys or tampons, I don't like them. Guess who doesn't have to wear them anymore? Me, because I got a hysterectomy. So how you like me now? Uh, anyway, back to Erica, who is hilarious and so is Dossie. I mean, honestly, you know I don't get out much. My hair salon visits are some of the greatest times of my life. <laughs> I have so much fun with these two. You have no idea. Uh, But I was telling that story for some weird reason. And Erica threw in a story of her own that's sort of similar, which is, she goes, oh, my God, when I was about that age, I was looking through my grandma's purse and I was looking at her license. And on her license, I saw that it said sex dash capital F. -F 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 And she said her grandma's husband, her grandpa is named Frank. So she thought that in order to get a driver's license, you had to tell the people who you were having sex with (laughs) and then to protect the anonymity of the person, they would just use an initial. (laughs) And she's like, the best part about it is that she then checked her grandpa's driver's license. And on his, it said sex-m, and, and her grandma's name was Marianne, so it all worked out for her to think that Frank had to say that he was having sex with Marianne, and Marianne had to say that she, that she was having sex with Frank in order to get their driver's license. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh my God, from the beheading to this, I didn't even know what to do that day. Um, okay. Uh, God, it's been eight minutes and I haven't even read to you yet. Let's see. Who am I reading today? I am reading. Oh my God. Get ready for this. Uh, I'm reading from the diary of Vaslav Nijinsky. This is from University of Illinois Press, edited by Joan Akkochela and translated from the Russian by Kirill Fitzlion. Now I want to give a shout out to one of my most Uh, wonderful friends and listeners. I have met him through this podcast. He met me through, or he met, he found out about this podcast through the great concavity. One of the best podcasts around. Um, And I'll put everything I'm talking about will be linked by the way. And his name is Banshee beats. That's Banshee underscore beats on both Twitter and Instagram. An amazing writer in his own right. So um, anyway, he gave me this book uh, as a present, and it is very, very touching. Remember, I talked about him when he was showing me around in a video of his room, and it said, and what he said was, here's where it starts with my light switch. And I thought that was the most beautiful statement. But anyway, uh, so if you don't know, Vaslav Nijinsky was one of the greatest ballet dancers of all time and, you know, and still is ranked that. But he was born in 1889 and died in 1950 Russian, but considered himself Polish for some reason. Um, And around 1919, he was diagnosed as schizophrenic and for the rest of his life, so that's about 30 years, lived in and out of institutions. Uh, This just brilliant and crazy gifted dancer and composer was kind of forced to not dance in public anymore, which was what he loved the most. So um, this diary started actually around the time that he started to kind of lose a lot of his mental capacity. So you see in the beginning, it's a little, um, hmm, how do I say it? It's a little, it's not so shocking. And then it gets really, really seriously bizarre as the uh, diary continues. I'm trying to find a bookmark really quick. Hold on just one second. I'm sure you realize that there's no reason for me to do those radio stings. when I do, because really, there's just no good reason, but I love it because I always wanted to be a radio DJ. So um, anyway, here we go. What I'm gonna do, I I have to say this, first of all, to Banshee Beats, I don't know if he wants his real name stated, so that's why I'm saying Banshee Beats. Uh, I have to, I, I mean, I cannot thank him enough for gifting me this book because I will say this, I've told you guys about the way I take notes in books with a pencil. Never in the history of my life, including Marcel Proust uh, in Remembrance of Things Past, which I underlined a lot, I have never underlined more parts of a book in the history of my reading life, meaning everything. There are so many mind-blowing, beautiful, insanely Well, I hate to say insane because the guy was schizophrenic, but you know what I mean. I'm sorry about that to anyone with schizophrenia. What I meant was like like in the mind-blowing way that insanity can be. Does that make sense? It's just nobody writes like this. So um, anyway, what I'm gonna do, it's really hard to decide how to read this to you. I'm just gonna kind of go through and just pick a couple of things. Um, Here's the first paragraph. And this, you'll see, this is pretty sound, and it mentions potatoes, so I'm excited about that. Here we go. I have had a good lunch, for I ate two soft-boiled eggs and fried potatoes and beans. I like beans, only they are dry. I do not like dry beans, because there is no life in them. Switzerland is sick, because it is full of mountains. In Switzerland, people are dry, because there is no life in them. I have a dry maid, because she does not feel. She thinks a lot because she has been dried out in another job that she has had for a long time. I do not like Zurich because it is a dry town. It has a lot of factories and many business people. I do not like dry people and therefore I do not like business people. Sorry to any business people out there. Um, okay, let's start on this next. I felt God throughout this evening. He loved me, I loved him. The telephone, wait a minute. Oh, she thought I did not love her because I was nervous. The telephone is ringing, but I will not answer it because I do not like talking on the telephone. Um, hey girl, hey Najinsky. me too. Hate it. Whoops, I just start, stopped recording. Um, I know my wife wants to answer it. I left the room and saw my wife in her pajamas. She likes sleeping in her pajamas. She loves me and therefore made me feel that I must go up to our bedroom. I went upstairs and went to my bed, but I took a notebook in order to write down everything I had experienced today. I have experienced a lot and therefore want to write it all down. I have experienced nothing but horrible things. I am afraid of people because they do not feel me, but understand me. I am afraid of people because they do not want me to lead the same kind of life as they do. They want me to dance jolly and cheerful things. I do not like jollity. Sorry. I love life. My wife sleeps next to me, and I am writing. My wife is not asleep because her eyes are open. I stroked her. She feels things well. I am writing badly because I find it difficult. My wife is sighing because she feels me. I feel her and therefore do not respond to her sighs. She loves me with feeling today. Someday I will tell her that we must marry in feeling because I do not want to love without feeling. For now, I will leave it alone because she is afraid of me. Okay. Hold on. Honestly, every page has things underlined. Drunkards do not feel because they think about wine. I want to force myself to learn every expression, but I dislike wasting time. I want to describe my walks. When I was walking alone, sorry, along the snow, I saw a ski trail that stopped in front of the trail of blood. I was afraid that people had buried a man in the snow because they had beaten him to death with sticks. I was afraid and ran back. I know people who are afraid. I am not afraid, and therefore I came back. I then felt it was God who was checking to see whether I was afraid of him or not. I said aloud, no, I am not afraid of God because he is life and not death. Then God forced me to go in the direction of the abyss, saying that a man was hanging there and had to be saved. Uh, I I could go on and on, but I'm just, basically I'm trying to give you guys the gist of this. However, here's some more, and then I'll close this out. An ape is nature. Man is nature. An ape is not the nature of man. I am not an ape in man. An ape is God in nature because it feels movements. I feel movements. My movements are simple. An ape's movements are complex. An ape is stupid. I am stupid, but I have reason. Here's a good one. I wanted to go into a restaurant, but an inner force held me back. By an inner force, I mean feeling. He talks about feeling, he often thinks he's God, but I don't even, I I mean, I don't know where to begin. Here's a whole page about his fear of lice. I have that fear too. One time I scratched my brother's head. He was like, we didn't know about lice. And we were riding back from Iowa to Nebraska in my grandma's car. We had been with all of our cousins and one of them had lice. Now I had like really long hair at this time and my brother had like a buzz cut, but he was sitting kind of like on the the floorboard of the car and I was above him. You know how like somebody sits between your legs and their head is kind of in between your knees or whatever? And he's like, oh, my head keeps itching. Robin, will you itch my head? And I was like, sure, I'll itch your head. (laughs) And I was just itching it the whole ride home, like an hour and a half. And then I guess later that week we found out he got lice. Somehow I didn't get lice, which I'm really glad about. Um, Okay, one last part, because this one has a lot of exclamation points next to it. I am a kind dog which seeks out the poor by its sense of smell. My sense of smell is very good. I will find the poor without their declaring themselves. I do not need people to declare themselves. I will follow my sense of smell. I will not be deceived. I will not give money to poor people. I will give them life. Life is not poverty. Poverty is not life. I want life. I want love. I feel that my wife is afraid of me because she made some deliberate movements when I asked her to give me some ink. She felt cold and so did I. I know everyone. I am acquainted with everything. I am a madman who loves people. My madness is love for people. I know magnificent things. I am hunger. I mean, whoa, you guys. Oh, how about this? An airplane is a horrible thing. I flew in an airplane and wept in it. An airplane is love. I love airplanes and will therefore fly where there are no birds. I love birds. You guys, come on. An airplane is a horrible thing. I flew in an airplane and wept in it. Dot, 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 dot. An airplane is love. I love airplanes and will therefore fly where there are no birds. I mean, mm, mm, mm. I I would pound this book even harder. However, I got little Frankie, my cat next to me, and I would... Hate to do that to her. Uh, you guys, get this book, it's called The Diary of Vasilov Nijinsky and give Banshee underscore Beats a follow over on Instagram and or Twitter. He's a beautiful human being, somebody I really believe in and know will make his mark on the world someday soon. Um, well, he already has, but you know what I mean, a big mark. You know when you meet people and you're like, yep, they're meant for great greatness. Well, that is Banshee Beats man i just remembered i have to give you guys the poem there's okay hold on let me find it all right here's when uh oh sorry i wasn't near the microphone because i got so upset he decided he wanted to write a poem this is uh anyway this is nijinsky back to back to this book i'm sorry i forgot to read my favorite part here it is here's his poem i am love i am blood i am christ's blood i love you I love everyone. I am love in you yourself. You are love within me. I want to tell you that love is blood. I am not blood in you. I am blood in you. I love blood, but not blood in blood. I love blood. I love Christ. I am not Christ's blood. I am Christ. And then he said, I love writing poetry, but it is difficult to write because I'm not used to it. I will try another poem. And here's his other poem. I want to tell about blood, but my love is not there. I want to love. I want to say. I want. I. I love you. All right, enough of Nijinsky. Okay, I want to say a huge thank you to Hal, I think it's L or I, I couldn't tell, and Carol and Zick for taking the time to write a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, Those made me very happy, you guys. That was so sweet, and it really does make a huge difference in keeping this goofy podcast going. So if you listen and you like what you hear, or you like me, or even if you don't like me, write a review and tell me what you think. I can take it. Um... I still have, I have so many good reviews, and I'm still one of the highest rated podcasts in that literature section on, in iTunes, and I have that only one non-five-star review. Did I ever tell you guys about that? I have one four-star review, and I, I, it, I was acting, when I got that four-star review, I was acting like a total baby about it. I'm, I moped around here for a couple of days, actually, for more than a couple of days, like, I don't know. It really hurt my feelings for some reason. I mean, listen, here I'm saying, I can take it even if you give me a one-star. Now everyone's going to give me a one-star review just to teach me a lesson probably. Well, anyway, I appreciate all the reviews and all the love you guys give me. Um, And you can always follow me on Instagram and Twitter at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. You know, I've noticed a lot of the stuff I talk about on here is usually mirrored in some form or fashion on Instagram or Twitter, so you might find it interesting or fun or sad or manic or exhausting. That's for you to decide. But um, let's close this thing out tonight. Let's see. What do I? What am I thinking about? Well, I have bad skin, so if you have good skin, you kind of make me mad, to be honest with you, because I can't even imagine it. Um, you know, I'm 41, and I have the skin of both an 80-year-old and a 16-year-old, if that makes sense. Now it's getting old. On top of all the acne scars I have and the dryness and the issues I have, now I'm just getting old. So, God, I wish I had nice skin. Um, what else? I've noticed that stubborn people live longer, so I'm kind of in support of being stubborn. If you're working on yourself and trying to be a better person and trying to get through this life in an easier, more peaceful way, then I love you, plain and simple. It's important to try to get better. Um, If you've raped someone, then you're kicked out of this podcast for good right now. You're not welcome here. You're not welcome in any of our lives. So get the fuck out of here, rapists. And that goes for bigots too. If you are, uh, you know, I say it occasionally, If you have a problem with anyone transgendered, if you have a problem with anyone in the LGBTQ community, then you're not welcome here. Um, Oh, obviously, if you're a racist, get the fuck out of here. If you're a fan of Moonlight, the movie, you're smart and you're welcome here because it's a beautiful movie. And I don't know why I waited this long to see it because I love it. If you care about being left alone and just being quiet, reading under blankets with a hot tea or coffee, and just in general, thinking quietly about things, then I i guess I love you. We should be friends. Um, I'll buy you some crinkle cut french fries sometime, or a salad, maybe a gallon of distilled water, if that's what you want. Um, but actually, we can't do all of this because I only socialize about once every three months. So I take all that back. But I do love you. Um, all right, you guys, let us we got to stop. I have crocheting to do. Actually, I haven't eaten dinner and it's already 1 a.m. So I'm going to do something lame like ramen. Wish me luck. I'll see you later. Be good. Be strong. Be gentle with yourselves. And I love you once again. Good night, everybody. Oh, hey, it's me again, sorry guys. I forgot to mention and announce that I will be soon having t-shirts for me reading stuff available. Uh, A lot of you guys have asked about that in the past, about tote bags or me reading stuff, t-shirts, and I'm soon gonna be working with a website that'll make this possible. This is not a moneymaker for me. I am hoping to um, raise some money for either the Trevor Project or the Human Rights Campaign or both. So that's the goal of the t-shirts, and um, I will keep you guys abreast on the developments on that, but this will probably start happening in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.